0: وَكُلَّ بدعة ضَلَالَةٍ وَكُلَّ ضَلَالَةٍ فِي الْنَارِ الله. in just over a week's time, a caller will call out يَا بَاغِيَ الْخَيْرِ أَقْبِلُ وَيَا الشَّرْ أَقْسِرُ O oh, doer of good, step forward. And O oh, one who intends evil, refrain and desist. And the true believer anticipates this call. And they look forward to the score. They look forward to the advent of the blessed month of Ramadan. The month wherein the doors of Jannah are flung open. And the doors of Jahannam are tied and shut. The Prophet, alayhi tells us in the hadith. Reported in Jamia Tirmidhi. An-Abi Hurayrata. Qala qala rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. إذا kana awwal laylatin min shahri Ramadan. Sufidati shayateen. ومردَتُ الجن وغلقت ابواب النار فلم يفتح منها باب فتحت ابواب الجنة فلم يغلق منها باب ينادي مناد يا باغي الخير اقبل ويا باغي الشر اقصر On the first night of the month of Ramadan, the shayateen are shackled and the jinns are restrained. The gates of the fire of Jahannam are shut, such that no gate amongst them would be opened, and the gates of Paradise are flung open, such that no gate from amongst it would be closed. And a caller calls out, "O oh, doer of good, step forward and proceed," and "O oh, doer of evil, refrain and desist." And Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, as the Prophet a.s. says in the Hadith. For there are those whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala frees from the fire, and this occurs every night during the month of Ramadan. And so the believers they recognize the virtue of this month, and they recognize their great need for this month. They recognize their need to return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They recognize their need for repentance, and they recognize their need They recognize their need. For islahu Nafs. They recognize the need for rectification of their souls. For as one of the Salaf said, Tuba li man aslaha nafsahu kabla Ramadan. glad tidings to the one who rectifies himself before the month of Ramadan. And so, Ibad Allah, we will hear this verse which is often quoted, and many of us know this verse verbatim. It is a nida. It is a call from al rahman to the believing servants. And whenever we hear this type of calling, we should lend our ears. For indeed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is about to command us with some form of commandment, or He's going to prohibit upon us something which He hates. And so Allah Azza wa Jalla says, Ya ayyuha al amanu kutiba siyamu kama kutiba al min kablikum lallakum <laughs> tattakun. And we know this verse. There is no need for translating this verse. We know the obligation which it entails. And the goal is also clearly mentioned to us in this verse. Meaning, the goal behind fasting the month of Ramadan. However, some of us will attain this goal and others will not. So the question we have is why? Where Allah says to us, O you who believe, And O you who possess Iman, fasting has been ordained upon you. Just as it was ordained upon the nations who came before you, لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّكُونَ This is the obligation, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He also tells us about the goal of fasting. It is لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّكُونَ And so we mentioned that many of us, بِإِذِّ اللَّهِ, will attain this goal. But many of us also will not attain this goal. So the question is Lima, why? Allah Azza wa tells us, wal ins, Lahum biha. la biha. la yasma'una biha, kal Allah azza says. That indeed we have destined many jinn and human beings for the hellfire. <clears throat> they have hearts with which they do not comprehend with. They have eyes with which they do not see with, and they have ears which they do not hear with. Allah Azza says, ikakal an ami balhum Allah Azza says, "These are the like of cattle. No rather they are more astray." هُمُ They are the ones who are heedless. And so the hearts are odd. And the hearts are heedless. So we need this month of Ramadan, Ibadallah, to purify our souls and to return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We need this Ramadan to be reminded of our priorities. And the hukuk are many. The rights are many. We have the rights of our parents. We have the rights of our spouses. We have the rights of our neighbors. We have the rights of our children. And we even have a right over ourselves. And so the rights are many. And many of us have become heedless with regards to these rights. And so there is no way to give those who has a due over us their due except by recognizing the fact that the greatest right, which Allah Azza wa has made an obligation upon us, is the rights of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. For Salman said, kulli <laughs> Salman said to Abu Darda that certainly your Rabb has a right over you and your family has a right over you and yourself has a right over your own self so give, give each and everything its due and so in order to get our priorities straight there is no way for us to achieve this except by recognizing the greatest right which Allah Jalla has ordained upon us and made an obligation and this means getting it right with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala first because if we want to get our relationships better with our parents and with our spouses and with our kids we need to first recognize the right of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and so during this year we have failed in giving our dues giving our dues to our parents in terms of birrul walidain we have failed to give the dues of our wives by kind treatment, and spending upon them. We have failed to give the rights of our children by neglecting them and not spending time with them. And we have failed the dues in terms of our brothers not advising and admonishing them. And so the hukuk are many. But none of this will fall into place except if we observe the right of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the right of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is that we worship Him and Him alone. And we don't ascribe any parties with him in worship. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala placed a right which the servants have over Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah azza wa jal has given them this right. And that right is that if we don't ascribe parties with Allah azza wa jal in worship, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not punish us. And so, when we look at the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it is comprehensive. It is detailed. It covers many facets of our lives. Shaykhul islam ibn Taymiyyah rahim said, He said, Ibadah ismun jami'un likulli ma yuhibu wa min aqwalin wa af'alin ظاهra wa batina. He said that Ibadah it is a comprehensive term given to all those things which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves and He is pleased with. And this is the criteria for Ibadah. If Allah Azza wa Jalla legislated an action it means he is pleased with it. And if Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala did not legislate an action for us this means he is not pleased with it. So it's a comprehensive term given to all those things which Allah Azza wa Jalla loves and is pleased with of statements and actions. That which is hidden and that which is apparent. And so ibadah is not just something which takes place in the masjid but ibadah is also how we earn our wealth Ibadah is how we spend our wealth. Ibadah is a comprehensive term. And so we need this Ramadan, Allah, to be reminded of our purpose for our existence in the life of this world. Because we, became, we have become heedless with regards to this matter. Why were we created and why are we here? Allah Azza wa Jal says in Surah Al-Mu'minun, verse 115, Allah says, Do you think that we have created you without a purpose? Meaning, we have not commanded you, nor have we forbade you. And that to us you would not return. We act as if we have no purpose for existence. And so we eat, we drink, we amass and we repeat. And some of us even consume that which is haram. How so? By not observing our earnings and how we spend our earnings. And how we purchase our food. And so coming back to this verse, we live as if we have not been commanded nor prohibited from things. And this is against the wisdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because certainly Allah azza wa jal created us. And He sustained us. And he did not leave us in the lurch. Meaning, he didn't just leave us in this dunya without a purpose. Rather, he sent to us a messenger. And whosoever obeys this messenger enters Jannah. And whosoever disobeys this messenger enters the Al-Fire. Allah, we did this Ramadan to teach us about accountability. We know the famous saying Abu Umar ibn Khattab, حَاسِبُوا <laughs> Take account of yourself. Take stock of yourself before account is taken of you. And so, we have become heedless with regards to our deeds. We have become heedless with regards to our actions. What we view online or offline. What we lend our ears to and how we act. But we need to know, Ibad Allah, that all of these faculties, it is either for us or against us. And all of these faculties, it will be brought as a witness against us. Allah says, Allah says, Do not follow what you have no sure knowledge of. Indeed, all will be called. To account for the hearing, the sight, and the intellect, and so all of these faculties which Allah Subhanahu wa Taala has bestowed upon us, and He has given us afiyah with regard to these faculties, it will be called to account against us, and we will be held in account with regard to them. Allah Azza wa Jalla says in Surah Yasin, verse 65: "Al-Yawmana ala afwahim, wa وَتَشْهَدُوا أَرْجُلُهُمْ بِمَا كَانُوا يَكْسِبُونَ That we need to be reminded of the fact That there will come a day where Allah says on this day We will seal their mouths And their hands will speak to us And their feet will testify to what they used to commit And so we need this Ramadan to wake up Ibadullah. We need this Ramadan to wake up from our ghafla From our heedlessness and acting without accountability. Because we are going to be held accountable by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for our deeds. <coughs> Allah. we need this Ramadan to teach us that there is sufficiency in following the sunnah of the Prophet Sallallahu Wasallam. As Abdullah ibn Mas'ud radiyallahu ta'ala anhu, said, he said, Ittabi'u wa la tabtadi'u He said, follow and adhere, and do not innovate, for indeed you have been sufficed. You have been sufficed by the Sunnah of the Messenger of Allah And so we live in a community where the reality is that we have become plagued with innovations. And the Sunnah has become strange amidst all of these innovations. To such an extent, when a person practices upon the Sunnah, it is treated as an innovation. And this person is seen to be strange But the Prophet ﷺ said بَدَأَ الْإِسْلَامُ غَرِيبًا وَسَيَعُودُ fatu فَتُوبَ The Prophet ﷺ said Islam began as something strange And it will return back to something which is strange So glad tidings to the strangers Glad tidings to those who uphold the sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ. And so we need this Ramadan to remind us and teach us And to teach those who have been trialled by the innovation which is present in our community, such as the widespread of Tasawuf, the widespread of Sufism, which is a methodology which is foreign to Islam. Whoever is pleased with the statement, let him be pleased. And whoever dislikes the statement, let him dislike it. But this is the reality. And we know that the Sunnah is a sufficient means for us to attain purification of the soul That sufficient is fasting as a means of tazkiyatul nafs when observed the way the Messenger of Allah did For we find that in Ramadan, we stand or rather we fast during the days and we stand in the night prayer during the evenings and this is best experience that this serves as a purification for the soul the Prophet والسلام, said, "من صام The um, so ever stands in the night prayer in Ramadan, and he fasts in the month of Ramadan. He will have all of his previous sins expiated, and this is for the one who observes the Sunnah, and for the one who observes fasting, the way the Messenger of Allah وسلم, observed fasting. And so the believer in Ramadan, he gathers between two forms of jihad. And this jihad serves as a means for him to suppress his desire and to overcome the lowly state of his soul. And this is the jihad of the day which is fasting and abstaining from all those things which Allah has prohibited upon us and during the night, it is standing in the night prayer. And so the believer, his day is a form of jihad. And his night is a form of jihad. And the fasting person, he gathers between these two forms of jihad, which effect upon overcoming the desires is great. And this is best experience. And ask those who have achieved this. <laughs> Alhamdulillahi wahdah salatu ala man la nabiya Wa ba'd Ibadallah The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam exhorts us and he says Ittaqillah haythu ma kunt Wa atbi sayyata al-hasanata tamhuha Wa khalikin nasa bi khuluqin hasanin rawahu at-tirmidhi The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says Fi Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala wherever you may be And follow up an evil deed with a good deed For it will expiate it and interact with people in a goodly manner. Ibad Allah, we need this month of Ramadan to be reminded of the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which are numerous and it cannot be counted. Allah Azza wa Jal says, وَإِن اللَّهِ لَا تُحْسُوهَا إِنَّ اللَّهَ لَغَفُورٌ Allah Azza wa Jal said that if you try to enumerate and count the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you will never ever be able to number them. Surely Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is all forgiving and most merciful. And in the narration found in Ibn Majah, the Prophet wasalam, said, Man asbaha minkum mu'afan fi jasadihi, fi indahu kuta yawmihi, hujizat lahu addunya. Whoever from amongst you wakes up physically healthy and he has afia in terms of his health He is safe in his home He has provisions for that particular day the Prophet says it is as if he has acquired the entire world and so when we fast in the month of Ramadan and we observe fasting we are reminded Of the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which He has bestowed upon us in our lives. And we are reminded of the simple things in life, such as having a meal after observing a day of fasting. We are reminded of those individuals whose fasting is permanent. And this recognizes, or this calls us towards recognizing this bounty and giving gratitude for it. When we quench our thirst and we say the dua, ذَهَبَ that the thirst has gone and the veins have been quenched and the reward is confirmed if Allah Azawajal wills we are reminded of those who do not have access to water they do not have access to water, to drink, to bathe themselves or for their daily needs and so Ramadan makes us mindful of the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the simple things in life. And so we need this Ramadan, Ibad Allah, to wake up from our heedlessness and to remind ourselves of the obligations which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has obligated upon us. And that we need to be reminded to prioritize our lives according to what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants from us, according to the way the Messenger sallallahu Alaihi wa sallam has showed us. And so we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us the ability to reach the month of Ramadan and that he makes us amongst those who stand in the night prayer seeking a reward from him subhanahu wa ta'ala and we fast during the day seeking a reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes this Ramadan a means of expiation for us. Amin ya Rabbil Alameen Wa hada wa sallu rahimakum Allah <laughs> ala khayri al wa azka al صاحب الحود والشفاء